just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Bonjour, my beautiful foodie <laughs> friends. You are joined, as always, with myself, Starburst Baby B, Zappo Libby. Hi, guys. And Wiz Fizz Bella. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> did you enjoy my French introduction? I, I don't it. know why you did that this week, but it felt good. It felt right. It felt like it had to happen. We're taking a tour around the culinary world. <laughs> Starting with France. Starting with France. <laughs> How was everyone's weeks? Um, well... As you know, I've finally come out of lockdown. It's been a bit of a week for me. We um, were at one of the pubs that had a positive case. So thankfully, they only called us up last Tuesday. So we only had to stay for the rest of the the period. So only five or six more days. Um, So uh, last time I saw you, I've been in lockdown since. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) horrifying. something to definitely notice. You were negative. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I, I was negative, all clear, but it's pretty... Tricky. No matter how much you love your boyfriend, Mm. sitting on a tiny card table across from him for 24 hours a day for six days was just pretty long. (laughs) That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. The worst was Saturday day because we had to spend the whole day inside my room, the whole night inside my room. Oh. Because I live with housemates, if you're in any communal areas, you had to wear a face mask the whole time. And we hated wearing the face mask, so we just stayed in my room. Yeah, fair enough. They're not super comfortable, but they do... Safe, no, safe no. lives. And so we're pro masks. We are pro masks. But the saving grace of everything was it was my mum's birthday on the weekend. So on Sunday, we had a family lunch down near the spit. So it was beautiful. That's oh, really lovely. Yes. Yeah, so a good little way to end what was quite a horrible week. Now, Bella, how was your week? Well, our week was a little bit less um, restrictive. We went down <laughs> to Mudgee yes. and we saw my brother. Um, he's recently just moved there, so it was pretty nice. It, it was, was a spectacular weekend of drinking. Yeah, like I was so FOMO. I was sitting on my Instagram, like getting all these private DMs from them, just like tears rolling. <laughs> See, now I don't just feel as bad because if you had come, you couldn't have come. Yeah, I know. Because you would have been locked up and that would have been worse. You couldn't have come to the wineries. <laughs> it worked out really well in the end because actually at the moment, Mudgy, Hunter Valley, they're quite busy places. And we hadn't had any bookings, but we kind of just rocked up and we're like, hey, can we just buy some bottles of wine and drink in the vineyard? And they're like, absolutely. It was just and so nice. So you didn't have to, because I'm going to Orange this coming weekend and we've had to book all the tastings in, in advance. We, yeah, we didn't do tastings. We didn't do tastings. We just, you know, got bottles of wine, cheese, everything, and then just went and they were like picnic rugs. So we went to Lowe, which is, mm. I think, one of the best ones around there. Mm. Although I haven't been to many. Yeah, that was one of the most beautiful wineries I've ever been to. Yes. I think in my life. Oh, wow. Like yeah. I think you kind of go to Mudgee to go to that one, I okay. think. Probably. I would. Yeah. <laughs> Good little recommendation we've got here. Yeah. Okay. And you just set up your rug, you got your wine, and you just drink and eat cheese. And, you know, before you know it, it's... 10 hours later. <laughs> yeah, we, we were the last people on the property. Oh, God, Running guys. through the vineyards. <laughs> Not a great look, but still heaven, I reckon. Got our money's worth, Libby. Got <laughs> yeah. our money's worth. Fabulous weekend. Speaking of fabulous, where on earth did we go tonight, Libby? This week we were damn lucky enough to go to Marble. Now, Marble is not your average fusion restaurant. To start, the name Marble 
comes from marbling in Wagyu. Huh? Oh, I, okay, like I didn't that. know that. I was wondering why it was called that. Yes. So already setting a little bit of a level of prestige. Now, mm. as all you listeners might be aware, we all take it turns to do the bio of the restaurant. And this week, obviously, it was my turn. Now, when I was looking around, I was trying to work out, okay, how do I, how do I explain the vibe of the place we went to? Now, I've got a little quote from Broadsheet. And basically, it was a quote from the owner David Bay and the restaurant manager David Ashby described the newly opened marble as a casual eatery with fine dining techniques, an izakaya with Korean influence, and a restaurant without fuss but with linen napkins. Love it. So, unlike its older fried chicken and beer drinking sibling Toki, marble really has that touch of elegance that fits right in at Brangaroo. The menu is designed by ex-socky chef Jacob Lee, who actually was at the venue tonight. Yes. Oh, shout out. So, star. Which is why you'll see a large range of rare ingredients all throughout the menu. What did we think, guys? I l- I'm very happy right now. Feeling really good? You know, there's nights where you just walk away and you're like, I was happy with that whole experience. And, and I think sometimes it doesn't even come down to one particular thing. Like maybe it's not necessarily the food or the drinks that you could particularly pinpoint to be like, that was an awesome night. And maybe it was like, you know, we're all in a good mood and that also adds to it. But there is something about a place that can make you feel, no matter what mood you're in, make you feel like it was a good night. Yeah. So if Marble can do that for you, I'm, I'm pretty damn happy. Yeah, I... <sighs> You're a bit sceptical. I'm a bit sceptical. I had a really great night and I'm really happy. I probably don't have the same level of satisfaction (laughs) as Bella does. But it's interesting when you said that it's a casual eatery. Yep. With napkins. So it's just this interesting. What I was trying to get through with that that quote is that it's really interesting because the owners are contradicting themselves. So like any fusion, I suppose that's part of it. They're trying to mix two cultures together, so Korean and Japanese, and and then part of it is using, you know, modern techniques. So they're doing that and then they're trying to mix casual dining with, you know, highbrow sort of like... Which I don't even know if you can execute because, (laughs) like, let's set the scene here. It's in Barangaroo, which we all know Barangaroo is a pricier area to Absolutely. eat. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously it's been open there on purpose. It, you know, as soon as you walk in, it definitely has a much higher element than Toki does. Yeah. yeah. And it is, it is quite, I would say quite fancy. Except the decor is not necessarily that. No, is it's it? quite refined because essentially when you look around the venue, they've taken the same elements and materials as are at Toki yep. with the mm. marble bench, the kind of the cement fixtures, in fixtures a way. and like the wood like, bamboo wood on the roof which like they the use as dividers. the yeah exactly the table <laughs> dividers at Toki so it's the same it's like they've taken the same elements split them apart and made them a bit fancier yeah but the core things from Toki are still like they've got that that bar is still exactly the same as Toki with the spot the white splashback tiles yeah, yeah okay yeah but it's just like I feel like everything in that area has that like look anyway you could be McDonald's and it's going to be fancy you do because Barangaroo has that vibe. I mean, side note, what we were talking about the other day, that the most expensive fitness first in Sydney is at Barangaroo. Yeah, the one I want to go to. Like, it's a fancy place. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. And it is interesting. I do have another quote from them here. And this is from the the owner saying that we don't want to appear to be fine dining, but we have that ambition. We want to make noise with our food. Okay. So it's really interesting. I don't know what I got from that. It's like, okay, so... You, the, the decor, as we we're saying, casual, and then the foods, 
the sort of start of the show and I suppose that takes us to the food so um you know as I said Jacob Lee was is the head chef and and we were very sort of impressed to see him walking around talking to um diners diners different patrons serving food but it was a very interesting menu to get your head around so it's it's mainly to share. You can get the feed me for eighty five dollars a head, which seemed huge. That yeah. seemed actually like quite value for money. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like everything on the menu, <laughs> just for eighty five dollars. Yes, it totally. Every single item on the menu is something a bit different. You know, mm. even we got so we started with we got some broccoli or broccolini, sorry, and it even had this sort of yuzu citrus sauce with soy and parmesan grated on, just <sighs> not your average broccolini. But so good. Like we could have drank that sauce that was like lathered in. <laughs> yeah, that sauce had a kick to it though. Not a chilli kick, just a kick in flavour. an acidity yeah. kick sort of. But yeah, also, an acidity kick. Also the chilli kick. Like inhale that and you'd be a bit like yeah, spiced. Like we had mm. some moments. Mm. Mm. No? Now, well, yes and no. we had some controversy at the table because um, the broccolini was cooked a bit flaccid. Should I say? Definitely. I would say. Can I say flaccid? Yeah, you said it now. So (laughs) it's it's been said. It's out there on. Well, B, you said to me, I do like my broccolini cooked a bit less than this. I'm a bit of a broccolini snob. It's probably my favorite vegetable. And I do like it not that, like not floppy. I like it quite hard. And you lose a lot of the flavor as well when you cook the crap out of it. Not that I could taste the flavor of the broccolini. Yeah, like it could have been anything. You could have had like the worst vegetable possible and lathered it in those ingredients and you wouldn't know what you were eating. Yeah, I did think it was so strong and punchy, that sauce, that it was hard to tell. Anyway, the next thing that we ate, totally different story. Mm. Now, this was a recommendation from our waiter. He should actually get a total shout-out. Absolute legend. Super nice, caring. Did that thing where they come and kneel by your table but not in an aggressive way. No, in a nice way. Mm. He's our friend. He sat with us at one point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Totally dug him. Oh, okay. You well, we say me... dug now. <laughs> you were just giving me weird looks and I was like, am I? <laughs> no, sorry. I was thinking about his tattoos. Oh, yeah. Okay. B did have some comments about feeling like he was – can you explain? No, just I love that vibe when you go to like a, a kind of like a fine dining bougie restaurant and then you get served by someone who you're like, oh, you walk on the wild side outside here. But you're, <laughs> but you're working a like, – Tattoos he, he literally, wild. He literally <laughs> had dead tattooed on his knuckles. Oh, I didn't see dead. Oh, that's pretty. You didn't hectic. see that. Okay, that's why that. when he put down the food, I was like, "Oh, you're rolling with the homies." And anyway, I sound—I probably sound like the whitest person ever. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from our waiter. Moving on from our waiter, his recommendation, which was top notch, was the tuna noodle. Now I'd read about this previous to coming, and essentially what <laughs> what it was, Beatrice is laughing, but essentially what it was was beautiful bits of raw tuna cut in thin slithers so that they were noodles essentially and they were rolled over the top of this beautiful bacon creme fraiche doused in some delicious sauce with extra crispy bits and pine nuts and so on on the top again that sauce like you could have just eaten anything in that Bella sauce. and I were in heaven definitely the top rated dish of the night yeah for sure stunning you on the other hand Mm-hmm. We got some leftover tuna. Oh, right. I mean, I can appreciate the beauty of that dish and I've never seen anything like that. So like. No, it was amazing when it, it came it, to the Imagine table. Yeah. if a piece of pasta was a piece of tuna. Like they had put a tuna through a pasta maker. <laughs> they had not done that. That's, that's what it looked like. That's honest. what it looked like. I'm sure they didn't do that. Yeah. But that's what it looked like. And honestly, I'm a mind of a matter person. So I, the first bite was nice. And then I was like, this is a piece of raw tuna. 
What's wrong with Masked fish? to look like my favorite dish. <laughs> okay, fair. Imposter. Trust issues. Get yeah. out. And then after that, I think two bites in, I was like, guys, I can't. But it was so delicious, the tuna. You could tell it was very good quality, like melts in your mouth. I don't know how you turn that down. That was I don't know either. Delicious. Tuna is just like the weirdest fish that ever swam in the sea. <laughs> it's like There's a lot of them out there. It's like this weird fleshy brown color when it's tinned in a supermarket and then it comes out in fine dining and it's like super pale like the inside of your body and I just don't understand what's going on. Oh my gosh. I'm never <laughs> okay. going to be able to. Let's not go down that alley. Let's not turn so people we, off tuna. Yeah, it's delicious <laughs> and this, if you go to Marble, you must try this dish. That is 100%. my total recommendation. Followed by and a close second mm. was the delicious bao buns with pork belly in them. Oh. Now you all know that we're sucker for bao buns and this was no exception. And I don't even eat pork. True. And, did. and I enjoyed that. There was no qualms, was there? None. I feel like the problem with bow buns is that they just do not last long enough. <laughs> That's so true because, like, when you think about it, they're actually, like, perfectly shaped for each hand. Yeah. Sorry. And they're like this, so you could actually go nom, 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 nom. <laughs> no one knows what she's doing, but she's doing, like, a crab action. Yeah. In any case, I just think that's so funny from you, Bella. That just shows how much you love them, that you're like, they never last long enough. They really don't. Do we think they're underrated? No, I no. think that everyone rates them. Oh, yeah. okay. Maybe because I'm new to the bow game. Yeah. Oh, you're new to it. Yeah, because I steer away from it. I'd, I'd have a bow if there was a piece of crispy chicken in there. Yeah. You can have yeah, that. You can have yeah, that. Yeah, it's rarer though. It's usually pork, isn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah. It was just so good and it had this beautiful sort of shallots sort of in a dressing on top of it as well, which is always just so yummy. The pork was cooked to perfection. To perfection. It was delicious. Again though, I'm going to say it's the sauce that was inside that that no, made it. Yeah, the sauce was good. Yeah, it was really good. I was, really <laughs> I was like, I wasn't sure where you were going there. <laughs> I really, really was reminiscing. I really enjoyed it. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Um, all right, so and then we finished off the savory menu with octopus. Also recommended to us by our waiter. Yes. <laughs> doing dead. Oh Sorry, yeah. he's a really nice guy. I don't know why I'm having this He was weird. super nice. We love him. But his recommendation was interesting because he said, now this is the best octopus I've ever had in my whole life. I felt like you, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, Lemmy's like challenge accepted. No, yeah. you pushed him though. He said the best octopus and you said in your whole life. You put him under pressure. I did, but he yeah. said yes. He yeah, didn't true. even hesitate. He didn't crumble. Yeah. So then we obviously had to go with it because if it's the best octopus in his life and he's a, you know, food person, you know, waiter, whatever, like front of house, obviously cares about it. Obviously eating lots of octopus. <laughs> yeah. We had to go with it. <laughs> It's funny if he's eaten like one octopus and he's all <laughs> I do wonder though sometimes how much they sway you towards the expensive things. He could have swayed us to the Wagyu. True. He did try. He did. He did try, which was $65 a pop. Yes. And that is really worth mentioning only because obviously, as we said, the name of the restaurant, Marble, Marbling in the Wagyu. There was Wagyu on two of the sections of the menu. So on the bigger big plates, you could get a fillet of the Wagyu. Fillet's probably the wrong word, but sort of just lightly seared and and, and um, looked very beautiful. And then in the small plates, you could also get a, it tartare with truffle all over the top. I so, would have loved that tartare. Yeah, yeah, it did look see, very interesting. I think my feelings of the place would have been different had I had the Wagyu. I think so too. Okay. Only because this thing came out like a creature... This oh, is sorry, the back to the octopus, yeah. the dragon. Yeah, sorry, the dragon. Literally, <laughs> we're sitting there and this thing comes out and it looks like it could be anything. Like they've just gone into the forest and gotten the creature. and, and see. It did what? not look like octopus. I have to 
disagree with you completely. It definitely looked like octopus. It just looked like octopus that was in a very dark sauce. So it had quite a black charcoal-y coloured sauce over the top, and meaning that instead of being the purpley, beautiful, white, purpley pink that octopus normally is when it's cooked, the way that you guys have eaten it, it was like black tentacles. <laughs> yeah, so Bella and I like stared at it way too long and it looked like a tail of like a bush rat or something. And yeah, then they I got just, in their I own head. It. it was a really terrible – they were talking about snakes first, then it went to dragons, then it went to rats. And, and the thing is, Bella was really enjoying it. And then I was like on this bandwagon of, it looks like this, it looks like this. And then Bella was like, oh no, I don't know if I can eat it now. It was so weird, but great for me because I got way more octopus than I needed. And I was feeling very happy. It was also served with cauliflower puree that had a miso butter whipped through it. So mm. that was pretty yummy, but really interesting and very very strong I thought yes when yeah. it hit my mouth I was like oh I think because maybe I looked at it and thought mashed potato I thought mashed potato <laughs> as well and then it definitely was not mashed potato on my mouth now we eat a lot of octopus which is surprising because I you know I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of octopus but how would you guys rate that to all the octopus that we have eaten on this podcast that's super interesting I just get used to it being so crispy and like I think crispy is the word I'm hoping it's not that crispy are you getting confused with calamari <laughs> No, I know the difference between a calamari and a... I didn't for a long time. People don't. <laughs> when was the last time we had it at that in Italian place? Capriccio Asteria is the last time we had it. Yes, and I thought that this one tonight was way better. Okay. So diff- totally different flavor, and I have never in my life eaten a sort of like oh, Japanese or Korean fusion style octopus Previously, majorly, I've eaten either Italian or Spanish flavors with mm. my octopus. So this was really different. But I thought the actual octopus itself was so tender. It just melts in your mouth. It was. It, it wasn't chewy at all. But that's what freaks me out because I feel like it's always chewy. So when it wasn't chewy, I was like, maybe B's right. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I do think that's what. Sorry, I just burped and a bit of it came back up. Um, okay. <laughs> not not actually the piece, just the, the, the flavor. Um, I think that is what got in my head that I was like, I've had octopus so many times. Usually it's like, nah, 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 nah. this one was like, is this chicken? Yeah. Yeah. Or is this quite... octopus? Like confused vibes. And in classic us fashion, we forgot to mention our cocktails. Why do we always do that? <laughs> I don't know. We, we even like to drink. And we even started the night with them. Oh, always the main event. We got the one, two, three cocktail. Yeah, very easy for the waiter. <laughs> what that means is on the drinks menu, the cocktails are all numbered one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah, sorry. Five. There wasn't a cocktail called one, two, three. <laughs> so I got number one, which was a version of sake, because I guess sake comes in different. Yeah, gosh, I'm so uneducated on that. Saki, uh, lemoncello and yogurt liqueur. Mm. In hindsight, not sure why I ordered that. It was kind of like drinking an alcoholic yogurt. (laughs) Gross. That is... A super weird vibe, guys. I think I kept it to myself, but it was really (laughs) odd. I was like, this is the first time we're hearing about it. That is so funny. I got number two. Now, number two was in more like a tumbler style glass and it had sake as well. It had some yuzu in there and there was basil. I can't quite remember what else, but mine was quite delicious. I'm mm. still not sure if I get the hype about the cocktail thing, but I was jumping on the bandwagon. It also was served with two little cute uh, violets on the top, which, which really made the made the cocktail, I thought. And B later stole and put on everyone else's. <laughs> well, it was only fair to share. <laughs> They were very beautiful. They were. And I got the third cocktail, which was like a honey-infused gin, soju, yuzu, all the good stuff. 
Yeah, yours was um, probably the most authentic one. And it had a beautiful, when it came to the table, it had a beautiful thick foam on it and some grated, I think it must have been grated yuzu, so like a citrus on mm, top yeah. of it, which looked really beautiful. It was 100%. It reminded me of um, kind of like a mandarin vibe. Like, yes, yes, totally. Well, speaking of something sour, let's take it to something sweet. <laughs> nice little segue <laughs> there. What did we get for dessert, Bella? So for dessert, we went with When Soul Met Tokyo. Now, we were, again, recommended this, and it's basically, apparently, like no other dessert he's ever had in his life. And, and he said, when he put it down, he said, ready for a sensory overload. <laughs> and he was right. He was very right. So, oh. Ba- so oh, okay. <laughs> we're going to hear what Olivia has to say. Yeah, gosh, this is the pastry chef coming out. Don't take a pastry chef out for dinner. <laughs> anyway, so what's in it is... Soy glazed pumpkin seeds, glazed crisp miso butter, scotch, vanilla ice cream, truffle powder, like all these things that you wouldn't think go together, together. What was the ice cream though? Vanilla. Vanilla. Yes. Okay. So that's like it. what it comes out looking like is you've got the sort of miso butter or whatever it was on the bottom, sort of tastes like a miso-y caramel. And then they had the one quenelle of the vanilla ice cream and then it had shards and had all the bits and bobs that Bella mentioned sort of dusted on top i think i was just expecting something more i always find like one scoop of ice cream as a dessert a bit random i was literally about to say that quenelle could have been bigger or there could have been two yeah that was very small like it looked beautiful when it came out but i just thought like it's just nothing like it's just a scoop of ice cream i know there were like bits and bobs but they were just like extras so you're saying the main event was the ice cream yeah and that was vanilla you know It was good. It was but good ice cream. I'm a huge believer, as you know, that vanilla is a main event and the other things okay, do just Okay, I see add. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But I felt like we were at a yogurt, you know, one of those yogurt places where you get to add your own topping or something. Okay, true. <laughs> I do love those places. Okay. So this was really up your alley then. <laughs> it was interesting, though, having that combination of cold but with spicy. Yeah. So, so the soy crisps and bits and bobs on there had a bit of heat to them. And so it was an interesting little combination in your mouth. So I guess he was right in saying a bit of sensory overload. Yeah, it was interesting. It was like, what did I say? Putting bacon with waffles when you're putting yeah. the savory with the sweet. Yeah. Except yeah. in this case, a very different and like we're not used to this combination. This combination. No, Absolutely. different flavors, more upmarket. <laughs> yeah. Not bacon and waffles. <laughs> Weird example. Well, I guess that brings us to order off the menu, which is the part of the podcast where we decide if it's worth your time or not. Libby, dollars for dishes. Pretty torn on this one today. Mm. We've got $60 a head each. That's including a cocktail each and the five dishes we mentioned. Now, if we didn't have the cocktail, it would only be $40 a head. I'm pretty full, but I am tossing up the fact that the dishes were were small but really good quality. So it's really hard to decide on where, where to sit with this. I'm thinking I'm going to have to sit it up. It has to sit between a three and a four. It's probably on the upper end, closer to a four out of five. I think I will give it a three and a half out of five. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think I don't know. I'm just really torn because what, yeah, what is what what is a no for you I think that when you talk about value for money you're thinking something that you go you eat it's super delicious but it's cheap this was super delicious not that cheap I can't work out what the right rating here is I think I would definitely go back I really like the meal I, I felt awesomely satisfied eating it I think I am gonna go back on my word and say a four out of five. Oh. Okay. okay, final answer. Final answer for Lock it in Eddie. Okay. Lock it in Eddie. Beatrice, bougie or basic? Oh, bougie. 
For Scru- sure. Scrap that. Casual dining. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I disagree with the owners. It's bougie. Alrighty. That was an easy one from you. Absolutely. Bougie as. Bella, mate or date? Date. Like, mm. I'm going to, I'm sorry, but I mean, uh, no, no, I'm sticking with date because you go there and, you know, everyone was dating around us, I think. Actually, it, no, there was some girls behind us. It's a very sexy date vibe. Yeah. Like bougie, again, splurge some money. Yeah. You know, I've just finished up my accounting job at PwC. Are they accountants? I don't know. Go down to Marble. <laughs> go down to Marble. Oh, what's one and done oh, with absent? my secretary? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yes, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Left the field. Absolutely. Yeah. The couple next to us were taking selfies. They were loving each other. Sick. They I were think, cheesing. Oh, oh, I wanted to be yeah. part of that relationship. <laughs> yeah. I think date vibe is an absolute goer. Cool. I think we've nailed it. Hundo percent. So I guess that brings us to the last part of the podcast, which is food features or fails which is the section of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or just a really bad fail from our week. Should we start? Yeah, we should start. On our trip to Mudgee. We left really late, didn't we? We left late. For our trip for Mudgee. So obviously we're driving along the way. We need to stop for food. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So wait, are we doing a joint one here? We're just doing it. Sorry. We're, okay. Listeners, we're doing a joint one. Oh, uh, even Libby, we're doing a joint one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'd like to keep you on your toes in part of this. We're doing a joint one. Um, so, you know, stop, revive, survive. Yes. Get some dinner. Yes. Good. Get some dinner. I'm like directing B to this place that I wanted to go to and like got so lost in Lara. Lara. I was like, turn in here. And then next minute she like missed that turn and then... <laughs> Basically, we, we took the wrong turn and we ended up at a rando place. So I was like, well, dinner's here because okay. we're in the middle of nowhere and it's nine o'clock at night in and you're the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It was like icy. There was like ice appearing. <laughs> and I hate that feeling when you've been driving for so long. You're just like, just get me out of here. Get yeah. Like, food. what are we doing? So Thank essentially you. walk in. It's a super old pub. Not many people in there. And I spy in the corner of the pub this pizza oven. Like big you, pizza oven, like okay. the stone pizza oven. You're like, this is my place. With a little a little sign, Nick's Pizzeria. So it's, it's a pizzeria. <laughs> it's a pizzeria in a pub. Cool. So I was like, I am taking this for a spin. Feel like and it, could it be, was delicious. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like it could be dodgy, no? Oh, it could be so bad. It was like full on wood fire, amazing pizza. Yeah. And chili and stuff. I actually, to be honest, got a schnitzel. <laughs> oh, so wait. Okay. Now tell us about the schnitzel. So the schnitzel was like the size of... Australia. <laughs> that was the biggest schnitzel I've ever seen in my life. It was like really? bigger than my face. <laughs> I mean, you got a small head, so. Uh, uh. Still big schnitzel. Anyway, heaps of chips, like a lot happening. We couldn't even finish it. Slaw or salad? Veggies. And they were cut in little star shapes. She got vegetables. <laughs> she, she did the sin that we talked about last week. She got chips and roast vegetables. <laughs> what? <laughs> On earth. I panicked. Oh, yeah, she's a, she's a panic buyer. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to – was yours a feature or a fail? <laughs> I think fail, but I loved the pub, so I'm just going to feature it anyway. Okay, wait. So fail meal from use, two biggest schnitzel with random veggie chip combo. Feature from me, great pizza. Random. So random. And can we get a shout out of what this pub's name is? Alexander's. Oh, okay. Alexander's in Lura. A little shout out for you there. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Keep Nick's Pizzeria open. <laughs> Protest. <laughs> Libby, feature or fail? 
So I'm going to have to feature the one thing I did this weekend. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which obviously was my mum's birthday and we went to Shisco by Ameggio. Now, Ameggio is the sort of more fine dining restaurant that is down on the spit. And mm-hmm. right next door is the sort of poorer cousin, Shisco, but delicious. So it's an Italian restaurant with a major seafood flavor. And I got these delicious fresh, two fresh prawns for my entree. And then the real highlight, which is definitely my feature for today, was the truffle pasta. And you all know how much I love truffles. I can't get away from it at the moment. And it was fresh, fresh pasta rolled up with truffles and cheese. And oh, it was so good and happy as Larry, particularly coming out of isolation, seeing all my family. Best day ever. Oh, you were on cloud nine. I love that for you. I was. Definitely cloud nine. Definitely a feature from me this week. Oh, well, I think we should end on that high note. And listeners, if you have enjoyed what has been in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating, and make sure you tell a friend. While you're there, make sure you jump into our Facebook community. We would love to have you there. That's Obviously Good Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, and if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.